Welcome back, everybody. This is the Black Watch Podcast. I'm your favorite host, Larry Sampson, with your co-host, Destiny Johnson. And you know how we do it on the show. Before we get into today's topic, let me tell you what's on my mind. And what is on my mind, and y'all go hate me for this, is entitlement. But not just entitlement, but entitlement by us. And this is what I mean, right? As many of you guys know, I'm somebody who likes to put in bets and I gamble, you know, rather frequently. I wouldn't say it's a problem, but I like to gamble a little bit every now and again. So when I went to put in my ticket, there's two sorts of people. And let's just say one's a white guy, one's an Asian guy, never have a problem with anyone. One of the other one is a, a, a black woman. And so I went up to her to put my bets in like I've done on any other occasion. And she goes, well, I talked to my boss and I don't have to put in all the bets that you tell me. I can tell you to go to the machine. That's what she tells me. Now, I don't click to verify it because I'm not trying to make anybody's job harder than what it you know, it's already is. But she said, hey, I don't have to do this, by the way, and I don't want to. I don't feel like putting in your bets. I said, OK, no problem. I can go to the machine. But then come Christmas time, what I normally do is I normally tip the uh people that i deal with consistently so she probably heard word got around that the white guy got a nice tip that the asian guy got a nice tip that a guy who doesn't even work there but is just always super nice super friendly super on top of his job got a nice christmas tip and she did my ticket and then i just walked away she's like oh where's my christmas gift and i was like what you mean she was like, where's my Christmas gift? I heard so-and-so got the Christmas gift. She was talking about the, the Asian guy. She said, other guy got the Christmas gift, and he got it. Where's mine? And I told her, well, just like you talked to your boss, and he told you you didn't have to do my thing and I can go to the machine, I talked to myself and the Lord. And I was like, I don't have to tip you either. I'm, I'm a firm believer in Vegas because I live in Vegas a lot of these positions, you know, I believe in tipping. And I always do generally tip. But she was unaware that I do extra for Christmas. And so normally I might tip her a dollar, I might tip her two dollars, but come Christmas time, people get good tips from me because I know it's around the holiday. And so she was feeling some type of way. She was like, oh, you're gonna give other people a tip, did not me? I was like, absolutely. Cause I was like, other people give me exemplary service. Now, by the way, this was somebody that earlier in the year when I hit on a small ticket, not even a big ticket, when I hit on a small ticket, I gave her a nice tip because I always do that. But just because I normally do something doesn't mean I now feel like I'm obligated to do that. And when you show me an attitude that says, hey, I'm just going to do what I, the very minimum to service you as a, a per, as a patron, then I'm going to return the favor. But I always treat her friendly. I always show her respect. I be like, oh my God, your hair looks nice, yada, yada, yada. I just don't tip her. And now she'd be like, mm, mm. She feels some type of way because she feels like she's obligated. And I'm just letting y'all know, I'm going to check your energy. If I go into a service industry, I want y'all to know that I, I start off with the prerequisite that I'm going to tip well. If you're just average, you don't even have to be great. You just have to be average. But once you fall below average, you ain't getting shit out of me. And I want y'all to hold that ex that exact same energy all 2024. 
So that's what's on my mind. I hate that entitlement. And I hate that it was one of us. Because to be honest with you, I be wanting to like break us off with more tips. But like for her to be like, oh, I talked to my boss and I don't have to do that. You mean to tell me you went outside, not can you do it, but you was like, can I get out of not having to do it? And you think you're going to get a tip out of me? I hope I hope you have a blessed Christmas because you ain't getting nothing from me. But that's what's on my mind. Destiny, what's on your mind? Well, all I heard from that all freaking 10 minutes of you talking was that you hate black women. That's all I heard. And you know what? I'm just so sick of black men finding excuses to hate black women. <laughs> if you hate right? yourself, then just say that. Like, that's all 2024 black women we're not gonna stand for just the halfway shit and for black men and others to find excuses to put us down i'm sick of it especially when you came from a black woman it's trash that's that what, what i think about what you just said is that what you heard? yes you waited all week to come on this platform to drag a black woman and i don't appreciate it Mm. Well, so, here's the thing. You worked in the casino industry. Now you worked in a little different capacity. Did you ever find yourself like saying, like, hey, I'm just gonna do the bare minimum? Like I don't want to do because I want to say that I don't think that's indicative of all black people. Like people try to put that on all black people, like all black people coming to their job and try to do the bare minimum. I know me personally. I'd be going beyond the call of duty in my job. I'd be doing way more than I'm required to by my job position. So that's certainly not a black thing. But when you were in the casino like industry uh, specifically, did you find yourself like saying like, well, that's not part of my job description. I'm not going to do it. Or did you find yourself of being the type of person to say like, I'm just going to be the best at my job possible? Ladies and gentlemen, every day I went to work in that goddamn casino, I only did the bare minimum. And I do not regret any of it. We work for pool tips. I didn't even have to do anything for my tip, but for some reason, someone always wanted to come sit at my table. I only knew how to deal blackjack. I, it didn't even like interest me to learn a different game. I did not have any interest. I did one thing that I was getting paid to do and had no interest in learning how to do anything else to get paid the same exact amount. No. To answer your well, question. Well, take that as a lesson, everybody. You can get more, you can get, like, get further in life doing the bare minimum if you're pretty. So, Destiny, why don't you introduce today's topic? You're always trying to discredit a black woman. That's what you just did here again with me. <laughs> because also, I want you to know that no one likes an overachiever. Like, you know, that person, we're getting so off topic here for this episode, but this is what you get with the Blackwash podcast. No one likes that employee that comes and like delegates shit, and it's just like, who the hell are you? Are you getting paid extra for this? No, no one likes that person. And it sounds like you're like that person. You're a pick me, pick me kind of fucking person. I'm not a pick me, no but no one I'm, likes that. I'm I'm very much the type of person like I I view any particular role that I'm in as part of many roles to complete an objective. And so like if I gotta step outside my particular box for the you know the greater good and help us all as a team, then I'm more than willing to do that. I've stayed late to help other people with stuff that they have to do that doesn't necessarily 
you know, reflect on my job performance. Because like I said, I'm a team player. I want to see everybody win. In order for everybody to win, like sometimes that requires me to, you know, step outside of my role to make sure that everybody is on topic. But let us not digress. Destiny, why don't you tell people today's topic and let's get into it. Well, today's topic, first and foremost, you guys, we should have started with this, but Larry is so weird and he just has like this urge to bash black women that he didn't even tell our listeners. Happy New Year. Happy 2024, ladies and gentlemen. This is a fresh start for everyone. We hey, have- hey, wait, wait, wait. Before you go, clap it up for the Black Boys podcast, making it to 2024. We heard you haters. We heard y'all say we wouldn't make it, but we made it, and we are here, and we will be here for 2025, too. So let, let's start with that. Yes, here we are, whole nother year, and I can't wait to see what God has in store for us this year, and for each and everyone on a personal level. Like, this is a fresh start. It's January 1. You have a free range of opportunity, like your goals get started all over. It's just like a clean slate. I have so many goals and I'm not going to say what those goals are because I feel like once you say things, I feel like there's two things. Like if you say something out loud, like you can, you know, you can, um, what is it? You can, you can jinx it but then like you can also what's that word you can um like affirm it like affirmations yes affirmations like you can affirm it you can talk it into existence um but like also you can jinx it and then you give people that are plotting against you like the opportunity to pray for your downfall so i feel like you know it's For me, I like to do things in silence and just like pop out and be like, hey, here I am, billionaire desk, big desk, not the little. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're crazy. But no, but I feel that energy. And I always tell people sometimes you got to guard your dreams. And you know, that's kind of, that's kind of goes into our topic. So finally tell people our topic and that whole guarding your dreams kind of works its way into our topic. Yeah, for sure. So what are, what are things that you want to do to see your life? Yeah. So today's topic is our new year's resolutions. And for first and foremost, I want to get more entrenched into my career, which means of course, passing the bar and otherwise and destiny. And I have again, other big plans in the, our private work life that we want to get off the ground very, 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 very soon. So that's first and foremost. I also want to be more consistent. And for Destiny, she's known me all my life. And, and, and she knows that I used to be like a workout fanatic. Like I work out every, every day, every, every, every day. That was probably the only thing that you were ever consistent at. <laughs> for, for real. And then it's like I became an adult. And then I'm working five days a week and stuff like that. I'm getting tired. And I'm working out less and less and less and less. My eating habits have changed a little bit. And so, like, although, like, my weight's still good, everything's still good, like, I just want to do it for, you know, again, getting back to being a consistent version of myself. Because I think the best version of Larry Sampson is a consistent version of Larry Sampson. And as of late, I've just been not as consistent. Like, I'll get home from work and be, and knowing 
that I got to work out. And I'll be like, oh, I'll work out tomorrow. I'll go to sleep. And what I don't want to do is end up being that person who's 500 pounds and can't move. And then it's like, now the doctor's telling me I have to work out. You know what I'm saying? So one thing I have in mind, and I think it's, it's so fucking cliche. It's so fucking common. Everybody's like, oh, I want to be, I want to work out more. I want to work out more. But like, I just want to be more consistent in general, not just in working out, but in all aspects of my life on like, the things that I know are positive for me that work in my favor, I need to continuously do them and not only do them every so often on a whim. What are you, what are some of yours? Um, for myself, I think that like my biggest um New Year's goal is just my relationship with God, honestly. Like I feel like Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I feel like every area of my life right now is actually like consistent and strong, but there's always room for improvement in that area. And I feel like when it's Sunday, like, you know, there's a couple churches that I've been going to, like, I always like find an excuse just to sleep in like, oh, I haven't slept in any day this week. And like, I make an excuse and I really want to like make an attempt to go to church and incorporate something that has to do with God into my everyday whether that's like listening to like some scripture or reading the actual Bible, which I feel like stories that I knew as a little girl, like I'm kind of getting faded on. Like I really want to be able to know them. And I admire people like regular people. I listen to the breakfast club every day and I love how like Charlemagne the God, he can just like reference a Bible verse, like with the top of his head, like, about anything like I think that's so dope and I want to be able to be that person and another thing that's a goal for mine is to start reading books and actually reading books like not even audiobooks like I want to be able to start reading physical books that have nothing to do with like my day-to-day -day work or just reading for leisure those are two things that I want to do for my personal self growth um another thing that i want to do um work wise is you know start start working on my personal firm and then podcast wise i want to be able to like perfect our marketing craft so i want to be like really good on that because with any business marketing is your bread and butter. So I have just like those small goals for different areas of my life. So I will say, I don't mean to cut you off. I will say that I feel like a lot of those goals coincide with your upbringing. Because when I think about your mom, she's a voracious reader. She reads all the time. And she's also a godly woman who's, you know, pre-COVID especially, she was always consistent in the church. One thing I will say on that goal of being closer to God. And this is from somebody who goes to church every Sunday. I will say the closest I feel to God is actually outside of church. And it's when I do the little things that I feel make me more like Christ. So sometimes, like I just talked about it in, in the beginning, when I, and when I tell people I was tipping people like for the Christmas, like I do that, like around holidays, I like to tip service industry workers who I know rely on tips. I like to tip them extra well. I like to, if somebody is asking for a dollar on the side of the road, I like to give them a $20 bill if I have it. 
And a lot of times, and you know me, a lot of times I'm not some big baller like that. But what I notice is the more generous and the more Christ-like I am, the more God is willing to bless me in order to bless others. He will send things to me and he will give me excess and he will give me overflow so that I can then go away, go around and bless other people through that, you know? And so when you when you open your spirit up and you open your spirit up to be a person of service and a person who gives to other, a lot of times you're going to realize in your personal life, you'd be like, oh my God, my work just decided to give me a bonus or, oh my God, I did this or, or I got that. And you're like, this came out of nowhere and it didn't come out of nowhere. It's God saying, you have shown a heart towards service towards helping others. And I know the only way, cause this guy who I want to bless, I know he ain't going to go do it for himself. So what I'll do is I'll bless you and then I'll put that guy in your path because I know I can bless him indirectly. I know I can give you the blessing. You can see that guy in your path and then you can help him. So now I would just want to continue to foster your heart and put you in a place of giving. And and I know it sounds crazy to people who are not believers. I can't, and people who know I gamble. And, you know, it's not the most godly thing. I can't tell you how many times I've just been in a spirit of giving and then I do well and gambling and and make money because God's just like you've been in the spirit of giving let me give you extra so then you can continue on that so you can give more you can you can help more people and so i i don't think necessarily that you know to get closer to God and i'm not saying don't be more consistent with church going i'm just saying it doesn't necessarily have to be that you can find ways in your individual life to be closer to God yeah it's very interesting that you were able to correlate God with gambling there, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, <laughs> but for I get what you're saying though. For me, I used to like have this mindset, like for for a long time, like I probably didn't have my head in the right places. Like it was always advancement for me, and my it wasn't that like oh I want to be able to bless people, I want to help people, but I've always been a very generous tipper because of status purposes so it's like if I tip good like when I come in the nail salon I don't have to have an appointment because they're going to want to service me right away seat me right away if I go to my favorite restaurant like they know this blah 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 and I feel like lately like my head has been in a better space where just this month alone like I have been so generous and like just so giving to like my friends, like coworkers, people around me. It's like, I genuinely like wanted to do for people. And I'm telling you, like as a testimony, every time I did something for someone, even when I was thinking like, oh, this might be too much. Like I got like triple in return, like bonuses from several places. Um, just like rebates, like so much money from so much direction. Like it was like, it just makes you want to do it more. So when your heart is in the right place, like a hundred percent, like you get that anthem. So I definitely see what you're saying, but I just feel like that is something separate. That is like you being like a good human being and doing the Lord's work. But like, I'm talking about having like a better connection where it's like, I don't even have to cuss you out right now because God is going to handle you. And I always miss that extra step because it's like, if you piss me off, I'm going to cuss you out. 
I don't and, believe it. And here's the thing. And, 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 and for those of you who are thinking we're getting too religious, I apologize, but also I don't care. But more or less, like, I always say to myself, like, I think a lot of times people look at God as like a big brother or like a parent or somebody you can just ask for things or take care of things that are too big for you. And I don't think necessarily I look at my relationship with God that way. And don't get me wrong. I think certainly God has all power to it. And he's more than capable of handling certain things for me. But I feel like the more I think of like God as a way of how can I benefit from God more so than how can I be just simply closer or how can I be more Christ-like or how can I be more giving? I find that's where people have their disappointment with God. Like, for instance, you know me, like my mom was sick. If I was praying every day to God and just was like, God, make my mom better. And, and he didn't, and like, she didn't get better and she ultimately died. And I was like, well, why didn't you fix, like, why didn't you fix it? That's looking at God as, like I said, as a big brother, as a fixer, as a, as a person who just comes in to solve your problems, right? And I think when you look at God in that light, you're going to find a lot of disappointment in life. But when you look at Christ as an example of how you should behave and you mirror your behavior closer to Christ, I think the fulfillment you get in that and the things that accompany that, you find more quote unquote happiness than if you're just like, okay, well, I'm, I want this end goal. So that's why I'm going to, you know, construct my behavior to a certain pattern that I think will be pleasing. So I can ultimately get what I want because at the end of the day, you can't fool God. You can fool, you can fool your mom. You can fool your dad. You can fool the people at work. You can feel your, you can fool your friends. You can't fool God. So I think it's, it's, it's far better to just look at yourself of, how can you be of service to God's desires and God's plan? How can you be of service to the Lord more so than, you know, what benefits you can derive from quote unquote being closer to God? A hundred percent. And I, what I want to tell people is because we talk about like gold, like our aspirations, um, you know, things that we want to achieve in life all the time, but um just setting these new year resolutions or goals. Um, the thing about it is like, I've said what I wanted to do a little bit about what I wanted to do, but I am very well aware that I need to put in the work also. So it's like, I'm writing these things down about what I want to do this year. So I know the steps that I have to take this year to be able to achieve those things which aren't huge things. I know I will be able to. It's just a matter of time and a matter of when. Um, I hope that this year is good to all of us. We know like these past few years have been rocky. Like I hope it's like nothing shocking and crazy things that happen and we won't be like ending 2024 this year with like sad stories in the wrap up episode. But I am ready to see like what's coming and what is in store for us. What about you, Larry? Any closing? Thoughts? Yeah, no, all similar. And to be honest with you, I want to know who I am in 2024. And what I mean by that is like one of the things that are always going to be front of mind, especially this time of the year, is voting is coming around. And, and I don't want my position to influence everybody else, but this has been one of the few times that I've been com almost completely disinterested 
in the voting parties. And don't get me wrong, if Trump also ultimately wins the Republican nominee, maybe that will, you know, inspire me to really, really pick a position either yay or nay. But like, I have not been interested at all, which if you would have told me last voting cycle that that would have been my sentiment coming into the next voting cycle, I would have said you are fucking crazy because I was so involved. I was so on top of the issues. I was telling all my friends and family. I was texting, hey, did you remember to vote? Did you remember to vote? Oh, you you could vote in this state. You make sure you vote because it's a swing state, yada, yada, yada. I was almost like it was almost like I was working for a campaign. I was so involved. And that just goes to show you that who you are from one moment to the next can definitely change. Right. And all of the things that may or may not be outside of your, you know, outside of your control that affect it. So that's one thing that I've kind of been front of mind with is like, gosh, this voting election I have been like completely disinterested, non-passionate about the, you know, the candidates that we have. And I just think that's indicative in 2024 that while I'm I'm sure there's certain things that are going to carry on from 2023 into 2024, like so much is uncertainty. You know, when you go into any new year, you think you have the things you have figured out, figured out. And next thing you know, there's a whole wrench thrown into the entire situation. So that, like I said, I just want people to keep in mind that you may think you have it figured out going into 2024, but life can switch on a dime and you might want to just be flexible and be able to move with the times. 100%. But again, thank you guys all for rocking with us another year. We hope that you guys put in the work and that all your goals and resolutions come through. And we will catch up with y'all next week. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.